This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? You know, I do hear you, CM Punk. However, I don't think Vince hears you anymore. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. Mr. Andy here with my co-host, uh, the man, the myth, the reality, Q-Flow, Flow the Rookie. What's going on, everybody? We are here. And you know what? We are here to talk about one thing, but before we even talk about it, we have a special guest on the show today. Mm. I mean, this guy, uh, he, has a, he has a track record. He has history. He has traveled all over the United States. He has been with celebrities. You know, he's actually part of a band. And it's without further ado, for me to introduce to you, not Deion Sanders, but Prime Time. Prime. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Oh, I know. It's me. It's me. It's the P R I M E. What's going on? They say, where's he been at? Prime Time. <sighs> Oh, man, he's back. Well, no, okay, it's temporary. So you know, what? I'm glad to have you back, Prime Time, on this Thanks. podcast today. I'm very you. glad. Thanks. I miss talk. I miss. I miss the podcast and stuff. You, hopefully, but, hopefully, hopefully, your return is is longer than uh, Hogan's. Is that? Did you just say you missed the podcast, bro? Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. Yes. Oh wow! You know, what I'm saying? you know what the, that. That touches me. That touches us here at Nerd Coalition. But you know what? Hey, uh, I'm glad that Prime here. So we got a full house here today talking about Crown Jewel. Now, before we get into Crown Jewel, we got to pay the bills. Because after we're done ranting about Crown Jewel, we may not have a job afterwards. So, make sure you guys check us out on Spaces Philly. The production company we are a part of, Spaces Philly, has a, a nice website with all these different podcasts on there, especially the Mark and Dark Show. Make sure you guys check that out weekly along with both sides. And, of course, we are on there as well with the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, and the new podcast that just hit up on the scene, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, which is being hosted by Lady Sketch, my lovely wife. It's all her. So it's her podcast. So if y'all trying to learn about the history of hip-hop and what's going on in today's hip-hop, I recommend y'all check out that show over there. And at prime time, if you haven't heard it yet, you might, might want to go check that thing out. Yeah, man. It's a good show, man. All right, I have to check it out. Yeah. Also... Give me some history lessons in. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know what I'm saying? I stand back. I let her do her thing. I let her spread her wings and fly away to a place you'll see what I long for. Now... 
Also, make sure you, uh, uh, the upcoming podcast coming up on Spaces Philly of Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, uh, hosted by Left Brain, uh, my homie. He does really good content on there. But you can also listen to his stuff on uh, Anchor. He has Anchor, and all his episodes is up there before they went to Spaces Philly. So you guys can listen to it on there as well. And to start, I'm trying to get this thing started before Thanksgiving. And that is... it's. Man Talk is not the definite name of it yet, but that is the theme that we're going for. So, fellas, if you got shit to say, fellas, if you got things to express, you know, the whole thing, that's what we're going to talk about. The men going to come together, and we're going to talk about this kind of stuff. So, make sure y'all stay tuned for that podcast, Roundtable Discussions, every single week. I'm actually excited for that, because a lot of things... I like that. That's yeah, good. Exactly. A lot of things us men can talk about that's bothering us, man. Because you don't say everybody don't understand us, but the, but your fellow brother. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we got to do out here. Now, since we ain't got that out the way, Crown Jewel, gentlemen, which was the house show, the glorified house show pay per view that WWE uh, had to fly to Saudi Arabia, which they have stopped mentioning in the past two weeks. And there's a lot of controversy surrounding this Crown Jewel show. But Vince McMahon was going to go ahead and do the show anyway. And you know what? Some said they were okay with that. Some said they weren't okay with that. Uh, Two of the people that weren't going to be a part of it was Daniel Bryan and John Cena. And they found replacements for Daniel Bryan and John Cena in their matchup. So, before we get to the matchup, uh, gentlemen, were you guys okay with the whole crown jewel pay-per-view especially all the controversy that was surrounding it I'm a, go, go ahead prom uh, i was gonna say uh, they shouldn't i don't think they should have had it there because they already knew it was gonna be controversy controversial to begin with but uh i mean play shame and man's theme song that's probably the only reason why they really oh yeah oh yes you know what that was pretty good that was pretty good it's, the money and I, I mean, I, I heard that uh, if they would have breached their contract, they would have been like in debt by like seven million or something like that. So, <sighs> boy, oh, that's that's when you really like that, that. This is the personification of doing, you know, a deal with the devil. <laughs> I mean, if you do it, you can't get out of it. Yep, not till twenty twenty eight. Yeah. So, uh, Q Flow, how about you? Um, I, I I got two ways of looking at it. Now, it was kind of kind of weird with you know going over there in the midst of the controversy. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, they didn't predict, you know, that anything bad would happen over there. But my thing is with the people who really threw bitch fits over over it. Um, oh oh, go ahead and uh go over to that to that. Uh, violent country, blah blah blah, because America is all sunshine and rainbows. It definitely isn't, right? And they're here all the time. So, what's it's, it's chill out. Um, I mean, once you make a contract, you can't breach the contract. So, if they're giving you a bunch of money, I mean, go. I guess whatever. Well, I personally, I personally didn't have no quarrels about it though because they already went so what's the whatever well I I was uh, me my belief was I was under the thing that 
this show carried way too much weight for it. And uh, my my, I was under the impression that um, the way the show was booked, the way the show was handled, and the things that was going over there, I was like, I cannot get behind WWE going over there doing a whole propaganda thing of how great Saudi Arabia is, especially after they're on, in the wakes of this whole uh, mutilating one of their citizens. And, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't with that. I really wasn't. And I feared for the safety of the co-workers, you know, like the performers that we see uh, every week and all the things above that. But right. I'm not Vince McMahon. And, you know, money does talk a lot of things. I'm not a businessman. I don't know what... I don't know what the papers are, but my opinion is I could have did without it. But we have it, and that's Crown Jewel right here. So we're going to do a review. Cause well, I, I have one question, one small question. What's up? Because I don't know. Is Saudi Arabia one of those countries that you have to have clearance for? I think. Because, like, is that, is that one of those countries where you can't leave unless they say you can leave? Now, that I don't know. I don't even want to start I'm putting not, words yeah, in, in the mouth or anything know. like that because that will be deep. And there are countries out there that do uh, that do that, so I'm not really sure if that's you know the case or not. Um, but yes, yeah, so as you see on last podcast, I, we didn't do a prediction video. Um, I mean, or uh, a prediction thing at all. We we didn't do any of that. I said I didn't feel the need to. There was really nothing to predict here, and I wasn't gonna waste my time with it because I wasn't really happy with the show. But I'm like, you know what? We got a podcast to do. Let's review it at least. Let's go over and review it. So you know what? We'll start off with the first matchup. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Before we before we even do that, can we can we give a quick shout out to uh, Renee Young? Yes, Renee Young was on the commentary table. She was over there. She she was covered up. You know, from covered the neck up head down. to toe almost. Yes, from the neck down. Yeah, but she ain't wrap her hair. I was surprised because I know they get offended by that. I, I believe, but. Shout out to Renee Young being able to go over there and commentate. Yeah, I mean, she was going to try to have her some say somehow. You know, give her some, some independence somehow for the women. So, I am proud so, of Renee Young that she able to do that. In that, in that uh, statement, does that mean she makes history? I guess. Low key. <laughs> Low key, that is. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, when it comes to her and the women... Uh, respecting her backstage and yeah Vince ain't gonna pay no too much attention to it unless when we come back here and then for next year's Saudi Arabia show they say hey first woman to blah 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 so probably so okay they probably did so we get a pre-show matchup which consists of Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev uh, a singles match for United States Championship by the way you know uh a man who's from Japan and another man that's from Bulgaria because, you know, we have a World Cup to do the best in the world with all people that was born in the United States. You know, that's that's great. So, th- this is what they're doing. Pre-show. So, Nakamura, Rusev, it's a solid, not that great of a match. Nakamura is very creative and uses his head to, like, hit, uh, to low blow Rusev. Uh, Kind of stuff that I was like, oh, okay, that's that was kind of clever. Uh, it picks up the win. Uh, Nakamura has really just fallen by the wayside. The only thing I'm excited for is him versus Seth Rollins at Survivor Series if they keep that match. Because I know if you guys, if you can give Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura 20 minutes, 
they could put on a classic. That's gonna be a yeah because be Seth Rollins can have a great match with anybody, and I know Nakamura. He got that match. He got that match of the year contender in him, but he has not had a match of the year contender or even won a match of the year thing since the Sami Zayn thing when he first came. Right. So I mean, at least in, at least in WWE. So. Now we get on to our main card, which we got this World Cup to determine the best in the world, and we got a, a whole list of qualifying the first round matches to go through. So it's helped to say these matches were not long at all. <coughs> at all. You about to say something, Prime? I, I, I heard. I heard that. I would just. I would just. I think you forgetting so. Go go ahead. I, I miss. I miss. Oh yeah. <laughs> you forgetting uh. Mr. America. Mr. You know what? Fuck. America. Fuck. I am forgetting fucking Hogan. I forgot all about Hogan. And there's a reason for that. I f- yes. Oh, yeah. Coming out surreal oh, American God. in Saudi Arabia, Hulk Hogan makes his first WWE televised appearance since the whole incident in three or was it three or four years. I think it's three and a half. Yeah, three and a half years. And he's out here to say he's the host of Crown Jewel. He doesn't say Saudi Arabia, so he doesn't hook up and mess that up. And basically to enjoy the show. He doesn't even stay out there long. Right. I mean, I'm saying, like, what's the point? A lot of there. Oh, you said, you said, what was the point? Yes. Like, you tell me because I'm like, why? You know why? Because probably the Saudi prince wanted Hulk Hogan. They, they paid him to be there, right? I don't... He don't even add anything, like, at all. No, hey, you know they what? They wanted Hulk Hogan, they paid for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, they also paid for Yokozuna, but you see what happened there. Yeah, he said, here, we, we, we got an imitator. So, you know what? Me, me, look, <laughs> there's nothing I'm going to do win on the Hogan front. Hogan is back, and we have to deal with it. That's just the way it is. Now, if he fucks up again, he ain't never going to come back. But... He, he he's back now, and this is what we're gonna have to deal with. Me personally, it was it was fucking pointless. I didn't care, but it was just something to get Hogan back on TV that wasn't back in the United States just yet. But rest assured, with, with them showing Hogan on TV like this, that means we are in the clear to see Hogan at I don't know uh, something a Christmas related, some uh, Royal Rumble. WrestleMania for sure. You know we're not not going oh, to WrestleMania God. and not having Hogan and uh, get ready 2K20 because that's that, that's your new pre-order bonus. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Uh, the people in Saudi Arabia probably don't know about the incident as well as we do, so they, that's why probably they was all going crazy and stuff. And, 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 and you know, look, to, to credit what credit is due, it is Hulk Hogan. I mean, it is Hulk Hogan. I mean, he is the immortal Hulk Hogan, you know, one of the greatest of, if not the greatest of all time. He's he's Hogan. So, you know, it's just like, there people, I mean, we all have, you know, people that, that, that we're big supporters of or fans of, and if they fuck up, it's so hard to turn on because we love them so much. Right. Type thing. So, I mean, you know, it's fandom. I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, if, if we sit here and think long enough, it's like, hey, if this person did this, 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 and this, it's like, would you forgive him? Like, it all depends, you know. Like, but you know, there's, there, there's Hogan still has a fan base. His fan base will never 
never leave him. So, and I'm pretty sure we're going to see NWO in the Hall of Fame next year too. So you know, hey, well, all his 95 members. Oh no, no, only the three, only him, Nash, and Hall. Not even uh, not even Scott Steiner. <laughs> no. Oh my God! You know what? I'll pay money to see that. Cause I would love to see them whoop each other's ass. I would Hell love to see that, and I would love to see. I ain't even, even know Steiner was in NWO, but that's that's. Did he not? Oh, oh, kill! So many people you can name. Uh, you, you, look, look. Oh. I, I can really oh. go. I can really go down the whole family members <laughs> list right now, but I'm not going to do that. I'll Google it. I'll Google it. The whole about, WCW roster. I'm about to say, if, if you Google it, bro, that, that list going to be long with just blue and red names yeah. on Wikipedia. And you're going to be like, wow, I know, that's where the Bullet Club got it from. So, uh, moving on to our first uh, qu- uh, quarterfinal match is Rey Mysterio takes on Randy Orton. So, from jump, I'm like, okay, I figured Randy was probably going to win this one. But I was like, man, maybe Mysterio. I don't know. Randy catches the 619 draping DDT to Rey Mysterio and then uh, Rey Mysterio rolls up Orton and gets the win for 5 minutes and 30 seconds. That's how long the match was. And when, all these matches going to have to be quick because they want to save them for later. Exactly. And eventually later. Well, that didn't mean anything, but yeah. Okay. But, it, but see, that's what I'm saying. The thing was... There was really these matches weren't even long enough to, to you know to get really get started, so you know it didn't matter. So the person I thought that was going to win the whole thing lost. So Orton lost. Well, anybody so, in this tournament you thought was going to win the whole thing didn't. Not last week. <laughs> oh, I, I I knew Lashley wasn't going to win that, but uh, <laughs> I'm glad they didn't have him on the mic though. So yeah, I'm glad to. Oh yeah, no, they, they probably blew him out for other reasons. They're like, get Hogan back out here. Tell him how you really feel. <laughs> uh, uh, next up we have The Miz takes on Jeff Hardy Jeff Hardy tries to go for a Swanton bomb attempt Miz is out the way he just comes down and he tries to go for Twisted Fate goes into a Skull Crusher finale The Miz advances to the next round to face Rey Mysterio once again not that really noteworthy and it wasn't Really, a lot of stuff going on here. So, did y'all guys so far? Did y'all guys care for these both quarterfinal matches? Well, I was waiting on the next round uh, of what I thought was going to happen at that point. Okay, Um, I I kind of I didn't care, but I cared enough to try to draw a storyline. Like, okay, well, where are we going with this? Because after Randy beat the shit out of uh, Rey Mysterio, I'm thinking, oh god, like, is this really going to be an underdog story? Ray Mysterio started in the beginning, got the shit beat out of him, and still, you know, I mean, the underdog made it to the top. I mean, that's, that's a typical Ray Mysterio story, honestly. That's what I'm saying. So I'm thinking, like, he's back. I could see them going in that direction, but who knows? So, you know, it it, it, got, it had me invested enough to do that, but that was about it. All right. Next up, we have Seth Rollins taking on Lashley. Lashley, who's replacing John Cena, because John Cena said, yeah, fuck that. And you know what's funny? I don't even think John Cena didn't go because it's like the morals is wrong. I think he won because he's like, look, I'm a movie star now, and I don't need no negative press, so I ain't gonna be there. That, that, that's literally the reason why they. That's literally the reason. <laughs> so I'm just like, well, all right. Me personally, I can I, I, I can believe Daniel Bryan uh, staying because of morals more so than John Cena. 
and they talk yeah. about they will pay them. Yeah, they uh, said he didn't want to go because um, yeah. you know, he's really good friends with Sami Zayn and all that. So. Uh huh. I'm listening part time. No, I was about to say they they said they would pay like a couple million dollars to see the Rock there as champion. Yeah, no, thank you. That, yeah, I know what I'm saying. Like, you think John Cena don't want to come? You think the Rock gonna come all the way over there? Shit, nah, nah, nah. unless you got a movie coming out. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, uh, so uh, Seth Rollins hits the curb stop on Bobby Lashley and wins the match. I I like the way he sold it though. Who Bobby? Yeah, yeah, it was alright. Had to say, but I was like, see, I was thinking if that match went on, like if that match was like the last qualifying match for the uh, that's like if it was the last one out of the four, then I thought maybe Dean Ambrose would come and screw him over, and then maybe you'll see Lashley versus Mysterio, and then the underdog comes out on top. But I was wrong. It's all right. We was all wrong in this pay per view. Uh, the last match in the corner uh, in the quarterfinals in the first round is Dolph Ziggler versus Kurt Angle. Now, here's the thing: in my universe, it's a dream match. I actually booked this match in my universe mode last year because this is a match. If I ever seen Kurt Angle come back to WWE, is what I would have seen. However, this ain't the Kurt Angle I want to remember. Now. With that being said, Kurt Angle was hitting his release uh, belly-to-belly suplexes and doing uh, the moves that Kurt Angle could do. He's a step slower. He's not going to be the Kurt Angle from old or TNA. I have accepted that. However, I didn't expect Dolph Ziggler to win this match with a zigzag. Kurt put him over. True professional. Now, I was like, oh, damn, I kind of wanted to see Kurt go on and have the 2K18 matchup between him and Seth Rollins. Yeah, I kind of wanted to see that, too. That's why I was kind of excited with it. Exactly. And I was thinking, I was like, are they really going to have him wrestle two or three matches? So, you know. So, when Kurt put over Dolph, I was just like, y'all know me. I'm a Dolph Ziggler fan. We put the rock at the Dolph. Put it, put it at the Dolph. That's all I care about. I was like, because after Kurt Angle and all, all people I said was going to go win his tournament was, was done, I was like, all right. Uh, So, I was like, the next match, didn't pay too much attention to. The bar with Big Show. Why is this a thing? Versus the New Day, <laughs> Big E and Kofi Kingston for the SmackDown. Yeah, we're about that <laughs> so the New Day try to look like they're doing like coming down on a magic carpet. It, so it, is that not? <laughs> is, is that, that what okay? it was? That's what it was, yes, right? It was magic, yes, that was racist. I'm, I'm, I'm about, about to say, say that, was that okay? I'm about <laughs> to say slow walking into it. It was racist. I'm about to say. Whoa, I'm like, um, this is a little insensitive here, Vince. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. This is like, have you seen that movie Aladdin? That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the New Day come in and they go against the bar. I did not pay too much attention to this matchup at this time. I was actually doing other YouTube stuff. So, uh, does anybody know too much of the outline of the matchup? I do know the bar uh, retained the tag team championships. I know Big Show. Uh, Why Big is Show he here. You said what? Why is the Big Show even here? Like I, the whole Big Show thing bothers me. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he was, if the bar wanted to add sponsor for for the Connor's Cure, 
then you left. They gave it to Titus O'Neil. Now you here being a dick, ruining my points. I mean, uh, messing up the new day. You right. I mean, honestly, if they wanted another a third member, why not get somebody that's a mobile? Yeah, they like the least mobile person in the WWE. Yes, behind. Yep. Uh, yep. he's behind Great Carlito, but yeah, Great oh, Khalid yes. is not still in there. Um, so I, I never, I don't understand the pairing. The bar retained, and so, uh, I, I, I don't know what's happening for Survivor Series. To be honest with you, so I doubt they want to see it because I doubt <laughs> I mean, they want to see a bar versus whatever the fuck's going to happen with Seth and Dean. Them tag team title. <laughs> I mean, they can, they can just go. They can fight against each other. I don't. They don't have anything. For they have nothing to do. I, I, I'm not even looking forward to that. Uh, now we're into the semi the semifinals. The Miz takes on Rey Mysterio. I thought now I thought the, the semifinals matchups were better than the uh, the matches in the first round because they got a little bit more time. Uh, so this match was pretty good as Rey Mysterio because after I forgot to mention that Orton uh, did uh, like a draping suplex of Rey Mysterio on the steel steps and hurt his ribs so he's coming in here with these injured ribs in this matchup uh, he goes for a frog splash off the top rope to the Miz the Miz gets his knees up and then rolls him up before a pin and the Miz beats Rey Mysterio to go on to the finals the Miz I mean, coming into this, I already knew this wasn't gonna mean anything in the first place. So, well, once I seen once I seen the Miz won and Rey Mysterio was going, I threw away the underdog story, and I'm thinking, all right, he's gonna try to use this angle to uh, get himself a title shot. Probably so, and I, I was in the same. He saying, might still do it, huh? He might still use that angle to get a title shot. He might, but well, we'll get to all that stuff. So, I'm sitting there thinking in my head. The Miz versus Seth Rollins? I mean, they've had a great match at Backlash. Or The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. They had a great match at No Mercy and Backlash a couple years ago. So, we'll find out. But I think it's going to be Seth Rollins. So, Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins going there. They have another good match. The best match of the whole tournament, in my personal opinion. Because they got about a good 13 minutes to work. They know each other so well. And, uh, Drew McIntyre. I said we done had them two go against each other twelve times. Yeah, it's been a lot of times. McIntyre don't include tag team matches. That yeah, that oh you know what that you do you're right about that. It don't include tag team matches, but they they got a oozing amount of chemistry. Uh, yes. Jack Drew McIntyre is out there tries to get involved a little bit. Can uh, I say one thing? Sure. I want. Why wasn't Drew McIntyre wrestling? Like. You tell me about it. Tell me about it. And this is me saying this. Tell me about it. Is he getting over with y'all? Because like I've been like Drew McIntyre as a wrestler, but it seems like a lot of more people start getting into Drew McIntyre. Well, I'll say this. Back in the day, when I when I seen Drew McIntyre in three MB, I used to call Drew McIntyre the biggest waste of money ever by Vince McMahon. Yeah, yes, yes. I I always used to say that even back in 2009 and everything, I said, this is the biggest waste of money by Vince McMahon. But Drew McIntyre left, went to Impact, went to the Indies, he got bulk on him, got serious, and got good. That's what happened. And ever since Drew McIntyre came back, he's been having great matches. Like, no matter if it's in the tag team matchup or in singles matches with Seth Rollins or whatever the case may be, he's having good matches. So McIntyre easily should have been a part of the pay-per-view, probably part of the Universal Championship matchup, which I'll get to. I thought that's 
thought that's where they was going to put him at. So him just sitting there being Dolph Ziggler's diesel kind of upset at me. And this is me. And I thought from, they was kind of over with that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think they're going to probably keep it to the end of the year and have them break. I, I don't know what they're doing with them. To be honest with you. I really don't. Um, Ziggler beats Seth Rollins with a super kick after the, the distraction from uh, Drew McIntyre. So Ziggler picks up the win and is going on to face The Miz in the finals for the best hey, hey, in the world. Listen to what you just said. Ziggler beat Rollins with a super kick? Yep. On the same show Shawn Michaels is back. Wow. All right. Let's go. I know it's Billy Michaels. Yeah, it is. You know, you, you, <laughs> here's the thing. If <laughs> I'm at a show right now, now you guys can see how interested I am talking about it because we're gonna get into the big shit. We gotta get, get the little shit out the way first. But this is the, this is the show where Shawn Michaels is coming out of an eight year retirement. This is the show where Kurt Angle is gonna be the first time back in the ring, a WWE ring in twelve years. Twelve years. We got all this stuff going on on this show. Rey Mysterio is back, and yet, and yet, we don't care. <laughs> and we don't care. So, <laughs> next up is for uh, the, the singles match for the WWE Championship, which is AJ Styles takes on Samoa Joe. Well, the, the Samoa Joe thing is dead now. Yeah. It, yeah. Samoa Joe thing is dead, and... AJ Styles beats Mojo clean with a phenomenal form, and that was it. It's basically the same match that they had in Australia, but uh, stripped down. Yeah, a lot. So he can move on from Samojo, but as soon as AJ Styles won this, I even further knew that Brock was going to win. Well, speaking of Samojo, real quick, do you think they should put him in another field with Shinsuke? Let's give him something else to do, or just. Well, right now, I kind of want Shinsuke and Seth Rollins to go at it, for only for the Survivor Series thing. I honestly Well, that's think, in three weeks, so you can keep it going. Well, I mean, it's, like I said, it's in three weeks. The next thing you know... Well, actually, no, because uh, it's going to be in about two weeks now. Well, yeah, two weeks. So, I'm going to say, so yeah, they can't build like that. Keep Samoa Joe off TV, like Kevin Owens, and then it's like... Have him heal it from an injury or whatever, because he's starting to get injury prone. And you know how Vince is; if he starts seeing people that's injury prone, he's not gonna put the title on him. Or give him time, period. Exactly. And so Samoa Joe has been injury prone, and also Samoa Joe he's heavy, and Samoa Joe is in his late thirties. So Samoa yeah. Joe is getting up there in age, just like AJ. But see, AJ's on like another on another level of athleticism, but Joe. He's a he's a bigger guy like Kevin Owens. He's getting more injury prone, and the, the heavier you are, and the more older you are, the more injuries you get. Ask Mark Henry. So that you know that, that kind of stuff happens. So uh, next up, we get now. This is the these next three matches is what everybody's been talking about on the show. These next three matches. Is what everybody's been talking about. So we're up next with Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. Two reasons why I knew Braun Strowman wasn't going to win. One, every time Paul Heyman says it's a spoiler, Brock Lesnar always wins. Because it's a fucking spoiler. Every time he says it, and if he didn't say that in the ring, I'm like, oh, Strowman got a chance. 
And I'm like, okay. And then when AJ Styles won, I said, oh, they're going to pick up the, the storyline from last year because AJ, Styles, AJ Styles said, oh, Spanda, you got me once, but you do know I, call, I always snap back on the sequel or, or something like that he said last year on SmackDown. So they wanted to do Brock versus AJ too. So, all right. But damn that Survivor Series right now. We're two weeks away from that. Crown Jewel right now. We get Brock Lesnar versus uh, Braun Strowman. Before the match even starts, Corbin comes out and attacks Braun Strowman. And then Lesnar hits an F5. Match starts. Strowman kicks out. All right. Lesnar, another F5. Strowman kicks out. Another F5. Kicks out. Excuse me, excuse me. Are we watching Crown Jewel or WrestleMania? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. It's just that, you know, all the green. Roman looks a bit bigger now, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But hold on. It may be Crown Jewel because we get this one. We get an F5 outside the ring. Bro. Oh, that, oh, oh! You, not through a table. Uh, bro, not through no, table. no, no, no. Hogan was there, oh, bro. You oh. can't put nobody to no table. Oh, oh, okay. Then we go back in, hit another F five, and Brock Lesnar is your new Universal Champion. Well, hold on, hold on. Braun got a kick. Oh, <laughs> uh, excuse me, excuse me. Braun now, a kick. now, I'm not going to automatically come out here and say Braun's buried. Or Braun is dead. I'm not going to say that. However, this match did not make me happy because this once again, this is why this shouldn't have happened. I'm like Roman Reigns had leukemia, had to give the championship. Y'all could have did something meaningful with it, but instead y'all give it back to Lesnar because they know they want Lesnar Styles too. Because, honestly, I would rather have Lesnar, Styles, too, instead of uh, Lesnar, I mean, Styles and Strowman, be honest with you. Well, I have a question for sure. anybody watching this podcast or YouTube or anybody ever. For two years, they have been building up Braun Strowman as this beast, as this top guy who can win the big one. But every yep. time he gets up there, nothing happens. They build him up all this time and nothing ever happens. At all. No, what's the, exactly. What's the point of building him up to make him like the star if you're just going to do nothing? Because I think it was all a natural, organic oh. thing. Le- uh, Braun Strowman got over it naturally. He got over uh, being a babyface because he just was beating people's ass like Stone Cold was back in the day. And then they forced to turn him heel because they needed Roman Reigns to fight somebody. And then... uh. Roman Reigns went down and they had to hurry up and turn him back face. You can't flip flop this guy like this when he has momentum. I mean, like, but he's like the person they've been building up more than Roman, even more than Roman. Can he at least get a punch in? He got one kick. That's it. He got a kick. We don't see Braun Strowman change his finisher like three times. Look, even though he got a kick in. He did kick out of three F5s. So, they're trying to illustrate that he's powerful as well because he kicked out the F5, one of the most devastating moves because, you know, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and all these other people that brought us a fault did not kick out of the F5 at all. But Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, the strong ones, they kicked out of it, so we're showing you how powerful they are. But it doesn't matter. It, this, was a, this was a squash match. And I do not agree that Braun Strowman should have been squashed, period. Yeah, 
And honestly, I mean, how many? Go ahead. No, you can go. You go. This could have been a match that could have benefited from having a Drew McIntyre in the matchup. Yeah, because him and Braun, you know, is is going through this kind of rivalry right now. People are starting to feel uh, feeling behind Drew, and it's like, all right, he's just being Dolph Ziggler's lackey. Let Let's be real now. As much of a fan I am of Dolph Ziggler, the the lackey shit for Dolph Ziggler of all people, no, thank you. He needs to go out, and he's going to do his own stuff. And like I said, the Universal Championship. We know it's not going to be defended on a weekly basis. Well, it never was defended on a weekly basis, but the champion is not going to be there. But maybe Drew gets it like Royal Rumble because I feel as though he needs to have that championship for WrestleMania because I think with Roman being out, I think Drew is going to be the one that's going to be in that main event. I mean, well, I thought, it's silly me for thinking this, I thought with them planting seeds on Braun and Drew, I thought, Braun was going to win it in him and Drew field for the title. Which I would have did anyway. That would have been cool with me. But yeah. silly on me. They can they, they were going to do <laughs> the reasonable thing. Yeah, so I'm like, y'all couldn't think of something better to do besides the squash match. And it wasn't like y'all was pressed for time because the, the show ended with 20 plus minutes left. And on top of that, the main event should have no. Wow, did I'll, I'll get to that? Uh, Q Flow, do you have anything to add to the squash match for the Universal Championship? I mean, what, what was they trying to apologize to him for the Goldberg thing at the last pay per view that they matched? That I don't know. That was some bullshit. Um, hopefully, it doesn't. I mean, it, it kind of makes Braun look weak. But we know he's not weak just because, I mean, yeah, he kicked out of a couple F5s, but it was still a squash match. He didn't do anything but throw a kick. So he kind of mm. looks weak. I don't know, man. It, it's some bullshit, though. You know, it does bother me. I'm, I'm going to, I'm curious how you're going to revamp, well, not revamp the character, but, you know, how's going to turn out on Raw? Is he going to just go right to Drew McIntyre and just not give a shit that uh, Brock Lesnar destroyed him? Because if you make if you if you make a man you know uh, if you make a man bleed the people will cease to believe in him. If you make a god bleed, the people will cease to believe in him. That's what happened with Braun Strowman. You how do they make up for that though? Huh? How do they make up for that though? We're gonna have Braun just come over and say Braun. Uh, how can what, what can he say? He lost. As of right now, the Braun. The only way that it could like make up for it is like Braun has to be. He has to come out like Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 31, that Raw after, and just be pissed off. Because people will get behind him. It'll, it'll be good storytelling. He's pissed off that he got, first of all, he needs to go on Raw, destroy Baron Corbin, destroy the sets, go back to Braun Strowman destroying shit, and then you could get you could get into the Drew McIntyre thing to like slow the monster down because, you know, Corbin's a heel, like you got to go take him out for me, like, like his hitman. And they go try to take out the monster. You can have little things like that. But Braun has to be pissed off. If you're going to book a monster like that, he got to be pissed off. And I and I hope they don't just be like, hey, if you want a shot at Brock Lesnar again, you got to join Team Raw. Because why would Braun Strowman do anything for Baron Corbin after what he did to him at Crown Jewel? So, so right. it's a rumor match. Baron Corbin team versus, you know, blank. Well, yo, okay. So, with him being, 
The rumor okay. match is Baron Corp, Team Corn versus who? Team Angle. Okay. For Controller Raw. For Controller Raw. Survivor Series. Uh huh. Oh god! So <laughs> basically, they gonna have what Drew, Dolph, and Baron Corbin versus Angle, Braun, and whoever. No, well, what's probably gonna happen is they're probably gonna have. Uh, well, first of all, if the rumor no. is true, okay, because here's why I think uh, if the rumor is true, that means something is getting bumped. And what I mean by something is getting bumped that you're not they're not gonna have this ain't the eighties. Okay? This is this is the two thousand tens. We're not in the eighties no more. They're not gonna have four Survivor Series matches on the card. As much as I would like no. them to, they're not gonna have you're not gonna do a raw SmackDown men's, a raw SmackDown women's, a raw SmackDown tag teams, and Corbin versus Angle because they're still on Raw. I think Corbin and Angle are just gonna be the main one. So if they do Team Corbin versus Team Angle, then the the best thing I think that that's going to happen is Angle picks guys from SmackDown. Or, but this is why because it all depends on how the storyline plays up for the next match that we're going to talk about. But even still, if that's if that's the case, Braun joining Team Angle, there how many? How many faces is there? Corbin's going to pick Dolph. He's going to pick McIntyre. He's going to pick Bobby Lashley, and he's and then uh he's probably going to pick Dean Ambrose, and uh, the only other heel I can really think of that's a top heel to go on that team. I really can't even think of one right now that he'll be willing to pick. And Kurt Angle stuck with let's see Braun Strowman, uh, Seth Rollins, he'll probably, he'll probably John Cena. Yeah, Balor, maybe Cena, uh, and the best in the world. Seth Rollins. Oh my God! <laughs> so you know what? Yeah, he's the last. He we won it last. He's the last one standing last year. We're gonna get to the next matchup. The finals for the best in the world: Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. I'm like, all right, look. I didn't expect these two to be in there, but I'm a Zingler fan, so let's go. I'm a Zingler mark. Let, let, let's stop. Let's, let's call it what it is. Let's go fucking Ziggler. Okay, Miz, uh, they start fighting each other, and they are outside the ring, and Miz slips off the apron, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then Miz is selling like he hurt his ankle. Now, I would have believed it to be true if Miz didn't start overselling. Because I'm like... He's all like, ugh, ugh, I've never been injured. I've never been injured. I can do this. I'm like, all right, stop. <laughs> like, okay, now you're, over, now you're overselling it. So the Miz can't compete, so the referee's going to award Dolph Ziggler the best in the world by forfeit. I was like, okay, if y'all don't want the Miz to look weak and y'all don't want to give Dolph the credit, I can see this happening. You give Dolph Ziggler the best in the world. I get it, and he wins by a forfeit. But no. We're not going to do that. Not because Dolph Ziggler was having a great 2018. We're going to do something different. Shane says, and he made this, if a smack, whoever SmackDown guy makes it to the finals and they don't win, they're fired. Okay. So, Shane McMahon said the Miz can't go. It ain't happening like that. So, I'm thinking Shane, Shane will get on the microphone and says, hey, I got I to gotta replace me. Let me introduce you to him. And whoever comes out, 
It probably another yeah, SmackDown that's guy. That's what I thought it was going to be. I was like, okay, this could be interesting. Who from the SmackDown roster can he pick? Is there somebody coming back? I, I I don't know what the case may be, but it it could. Who knows? Hell, it could be Nakamura. Why not? I mean, he could, could be the World Cup. Could have been Benjamin. You know, could be anybody. But what did Shane do? Shane says, <laughs> "I got this." Mind you, Shane McMahon is in some tight jeans, a leather jacket, a T-shirt. And some 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 shoes, some drawers, probably. Oh yeah. Oh, oh you you know he he rocked the ones. He 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 on there with the J's, and then he takes off his shirt. I don't give a fuck if Shane's in shape and cut with with his black beater on. Don't give a shit. So Shane is out there, starts doing the wild punches to Dolph Ziggler. I'm like Dolph, please stop selling for this guy. Uh, he gets distracted by Baron Corbin. Ziggler hits the zigzag. The end. I'm like, all right, cool. You beat a Hall of Famer Kurt Angle with the zigzag. I'm like, so the zigzag is your actual finishing move, not the super kick. So it's a win. We got the best in the world. Shane shouldn't have did this. Shane kicks out of the zigzag. I said, wait a minute. What? Shane. And at that point, I knew. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Shane does a jumping, twisting DDT. Then does the weakest slingshot to Dolph Ziggler who this is all Dolph Ziggler by the way sold the fuck out of it getting hit on the turnbuckle uh, post and Shane goes over to hit the coast to coast in them jeans yeah I was like oh is, is he gonna is I said in them jeans I, I had the, the genuine in those jeans so <laughs> he uh, goes to coast to coast I think he came up a little bit short but the camera cut to another angle just so, I think Dolph, Dolph like kind of leaned into it. He probably had to because Shane was like, "Yo, bro, you've been your legs a little too early." So he hits the coast to coast, not even a good looking one, and pins Dolph Ziggler clean. One, two, three. Shane McMahon, the commissioner of SmackDown Live, is the best in the world. Hit the money song. When you're Saudi. Give me a fucking break. I don't care. And first of all, Shane is celebrating SmackDown rules. SmackDown rules. Like he's celebrating like this this man won like the US gold medal or something. He he is like really into this. Sweating and everything. And I'm like, fuck you. I don't care if this was a house show. I don't care if this is a glorified pay-per-view. I don't care. It's not meant to be taken seriously. I don't care. Look at it as a joke. I don't care. You know why? I I, I, I don't care that I'm angry. Because, number one, y'all always do this to my man Dolph Ziggler. Why? Y'all fuck him over so many times. Why? Shane McMahon, the, the guy who's not a wrestler, the guy that if you punch him once, it looks like he's in intensive care. Kicks out of a zigzag, which by the way, the man that whooped his ass at King of the Ring couldn't kick the Hall of Famer, couldn't even kick out of. And I'm like, so much for putting over your, your younger talent. This is the shit that happens. And they are sitting around there and the, the Saudi Arabia, they're enjoying this shit. Of course they are. He's a nostalgia yeah. gag. And I'm sitting there thinking like, 
Like, I'm tapping my hand with frustration. Like, you cannot be fucking kidding me. Before I turn red, you know, me being black, that's kind of hard to do. <laughs> uh, what's your thoughts? I'm going to start with you, Q-Flow. Um, I mean, when I, like I said, I, I cut this shit off after I seen Braun Strowman get squashed. Um, when I, when I read about what happened, all I could think was, this is a big stroke. Like, this is, this is, this is ego stroking in its finest. At its finest. Vince, Vince was stroking his ego when, when, when he accepted this thing and said, fuck it, we're still gonna go. It, it, uh, uh, his son stroking his ego with fuck it I'm I'm a winner you got so much talent on Smackdown y'all couldn't find nobody nobody so yeah yeah it's bullshit it's bullshit and and Dolph is such a good worker for for even going along with that shit so oh yeah and I mean selling it uh, in all prime time. I mean, when this first happened, I thought one or two things. The first one is, I'm ready to turn this off. And the second one is, I know Quattro happy. Yeah, oh, yo, fuck that picture he sent. <laughs> yo, fuck I knew that he, picture. I knew he was going to say something when he found out. And I was just like, I'm going to tell you this right now. I was legitimately ready to fight him, like fist fight him. And I said, let me not even respond or look back at it. Because this is dumb. <laughs> This is completely dumb. And I, I, I'm mad that they have at the expense of my boy Dolph Ziggler. And I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, that's why y'all made him win. Because you're not going to have Kurt lose to Shane. You're not going to have Seth lose to Shane. Lashley or anybody that that was in the first round, you're not going to have them lose to Shane McMahon. And that was my that was my thing. I was saying, well, at least with Seth Rollins, that was my thing. I was like, if he if he makes it to the finals, I could see Dean screwing him over because we know Dean was in the building. He's not letting his wife go to Saudi Arabia alone. Yeah. So we know he's in the building. So you might as well put him to work. Now, now here's another thing. You, you was talking about the team Corbin team angle thing. I'm like, yeah. that may happen because, but uh, but also I'm like, I can see Dolph versus Shane. Be- I can see because well, you got no Shane got to pay for that because this the only reason I can see this happening is like to embellish a storyline. Raw goes under siege and beat up Shane McMahon. Bruh, super kick his ass like I I I want them to super kick Shane McMahon like the young buck super kick Maria Canellas. Oh. oh. I want, yeah, I want, I want that triple like blah 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 blah. The head went everywhere. That's what I want. <laughs> I want them to super kick. I, I want Dolph Ziggler to super kick Shane McMahon like the Young Bucks super kick Tommaso Ciampa over and over and over and like ten fucking times in the fucking head. That's what I want because this if y'all have a chance now, like okay. Shane, like you, you got that. It's like okay, Raw. I'm Dolph Ziggler's Raw. Shane is SmackDown. There's no way you should have been allowed to do that because if that's the case, you should have had Baron Corbin go in there and face you. And I say it wasn't losing Baron Corbin, so Dolph Ziggler need to get his receipt. Uh huh. And, and if they're not going, if they really think about doing Baron Corbin, Kurt Angle, because honestly, the reason why I don't think that's that's going to be true is because. 
I think they want Kurt Angle to stay as an active wrestler. I don't think he want they want him to go back to the GM role. Because okay. I, I, I know he wants to wrestle. Okay, right now, with all the stuff that's going on, can you name matches that you think is going to be a Survivor Series match? Because obviously it's not no build-up. I don't think... I don't said know. matches at Survivor yes. Series? Well, well, we definitely are getting Becky versus Ronda. Okay. At, at Set in Stone. And, and Seth and Shinsuke, right? Those are the only two that they confirmed. And, and, no, and Brock and, and AJ. And, and Brock and AJ. Yeah. Other than that, is there anything even in the works? Because... That's all. I don't even know any fuse. Well, well, that well, don't even seem like. What look like it's going to happen is at this Survivor Series, it's going to because right now. Oh, and, and they are. I mean, you got they uh, apparently, and they're doing the women's tag, the, the women's team match. Because remember, they asked Charlotte to be the leader. That's probably going to be uh, what they had last week. Okay, I, I mean, I, I mean, so, I mean, I, I figured they're going to probably do a team raw. Versus team, because that's that's the theme. Team Raw versus SmackDown. The one night of the year they go against blah 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 blah. Uh, so like right now, I on Monday we gotta figure out what's going on with the tag team titles because Dean and Seth aren't partners, but they got the titles. So I'm like, what the fuck? So is Corbin going to just give it back to Dolph and Drew? And if they do, there's no point of Dolph going after Shane McMahon. So that's that, that's pointless. So. Something got to happen with the tag team titles so the bar can face somebody at Survivor Series. Uh, Dolph Ziggler needs to take on Shane McMahon in a no holds barred match and beat the fuck out of him at Survivor Series. There was rumor of trying to do Sean and Undertaker. Please don't. Because I'll get to that. I can that. see that stuff. Let it die. Oh like, please don't. So something has to come above this because Shane ain't gonna come out there. I'm the best in the world, and I'm the SmackDown Live coming. Oh fuck that! He won't. He won't. But that's, that's he the won't thing. Do that. It's the thing. I, you can't just I, Dolph ain't just gonna eat this pin by Shane. And either Drew gonna make it like because if I was Drew McIntyre, yo fuck you. You ain't losing it. You can't beat Kurt Angle by yours. Because by the way. Dolph Ziggler beat Kurt Angle by himself clean. He didn't have no help from Drew McIntyre. You're not beating that Hall of Famer clean. Then you're beating Seth Rollins, and you're going off to lose to Shane fucking McMahon? Or does it start a breakup between Dolph and Drew? Bro, no. (laughs) See, yeah, because the breakup got to happen, but Dolph got to get his receipt. Fuck Shane McMahon. Beat his fucking ass. And I'm like, cause uh, if not, if that's the only way I forgive this shit, because if they don't, I'm like, y- y'all had a chance to just give Dolph Ziggler the best in the world. It don't mean nothing. The World Cup don't mean shit. It's all you U.S. guys in there anyway. It doesn't mean anything. But to, for me, being a Dolph Ziggler fan and him having a decent 2018 year since being drafted over the Raw after WrestleMania, then yeah, he needs something. He needs something. <sighs> And y'all could just add, he was a tag team champion, an intercontinental champion, had one of the feuds of the year, and had one of the match of the year uh, uh, contenders with him and Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Y'all could just gave him the World Cup afterwards. It's like, okay, so what what the fuck's going on? We have him losing to fucking Shane McMahon, who, why? But, once again, Saudi Prince wants nostalgia gag. And speaking of nostalgia act, main event. D Generation X takes on the Brothers of Destruction. Fellas. Fellas. 
I tried. I I really tried. First off, Sean with Michaels without hair is a no no. And I mean, like him looking at Shawn Michaels now, it looks like he sets up, puts the tablecloth, waxes the doorknobs, and puts the seating for all the meetings. That's exactly what he looked like right now. Yeah, d- this man hands out the flyers and everything because that's what he looked like right now. And I'm like, okay. Triple H is out there, Kane and Undertaker. Triple H gets injured early by doing his Harley waist dive over the top rope and injures his shoulder somehow. I'm surprised he hasn't injured that more times than that. Yeah, um, first of all, that, that that Harley race bump that he do, that don't scare. Every time Triple H does it, it's scary because he, he be flying over that top rope. <laughs> and then Shawn Michaels did his spot too. Oh, oh we, we got a lot of spots. But you know what? Shawn Michaels, the one who's been gone for eight years, been retired, was the best looking one in this whole matchup. Shawn Michaels can still go. Everybody else needs to retire. Kane, Undertaker, and Triple H got to stop. But Shawn can still go. And he has shown. I don't need need him to. I don't need him to, but he can still go if he wants to. So now the match has its dead point because Shawn Michaels, you can clearly uh, clearly see that Triple H is injured. He doesn't throw a punch with that arm throughout the whole matchup. There was this one moment where Undertaker was about to like try to throw Triple H to the steel steps or the steel ring post, but it's like oh, yeah. they ran together and Undertaker bounced off the barricade. I'm like, what was that? Yeah, that, that was that was oh my that look that was awful. That was they should have just they should just stop what they was doing, try to stop the momentum. Do, exactly, do something else. I was like because they ran together too, and then Undertaker hit the barricade. I was like, what? Undertaker chokes their Triple H with the monitor still on the table. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Then we get I don't know if this was a punch or sweet oh. kid music. <laughs> but Kane took a punch or a switch of music and the whole mass flew off. The funny thing is Kane was on the top rope. Uh-huh. And Sean punched him. Sean punched the mask off. Cause you know you know when they do the, the punch where they grab your face first yeah. and then punch you? I guess he grabbed it to loosen it loosened up, but then when he punched on him it just fell off. And it didn't just fall off, it fell to the outside of the ring. Yeah, and I'm like What? And you just see Bear, Bear of Knoxville, Tennessee, Kane, looking like a dumbass with the hair still part of the mask. And you got people like, wait a minute, that ain't Kane's hair no more? Because you know the, the Saudis out there, remember Kane when he had long hair back in the 1997? And it's just like, oh, that's not his hair now? Oh, well, exposure. So, what makes it funny? <laughs> say what? Well, what makes it even funny is that he put it back on. He put like it back like on. That. I'm like, bro, you might as well just keep it off now. Well, he put it back on like it was nothing. Like nobody just see that. Yeah, bro, we seen the whole thing. I seen your whole red scalp, bro. I'm just like, it's two. It's two thousand three all over again. Just, just take it. So this is this is when I got pissed at the Undertaker and Kane. How long has the Undertaker been in this business? A long time. How long has Kane been in the business? Not the character, Glenn Jacobs. 
Isaac Yanko. Yeah. Been in there for a, a while. A long time, right? Long time. They're veterans. Sean Michaels is on the top rope. And he I, I'm like, every time Sean does this, I know what he's going for. He's going for that moonsault. Please hit it, Sean. That's the first thing I thought of. Please hit it, Sean. May the Lord be with you. However, these veterans that's, that got about, I want to say, 50 plus years of experience between both of them. I'd say about 60. Yeah. Sean does the moonsault and they don't catch him. Yeah. Oh, what? They don't catch. There's no excuse. He fell on his head, too. He fell and busted his mouth open. Because they didn't catch him. Or his nose. One of the two. Because. These veterans that bit there is I don't give a fuck who they are. Undertaker or Kane, I don't give a fuck. There is no excuse for you not to be able to catch that guy. And people have given Miz shit for years about not catching people when they dive to the outside because the Miz don't catch nobody neither. But the Undertaker and Kane, somebody who's been in this business for sixty plus years combined between both of them should know better and to do better. And they probably going to get off in the bag like, because this Undertaker, you know, they didn't mean it. No, there's no excuse. Shawn Michaels is 53 years old coming off that top rope. And he comes down. He he even looks like, yo, what the fuck, man? Catch me. I know I was having a discussion with somebody, and I said they said Shawn Michaels was just too old. He couldn't do it. I'm like, if, if you're a performer and you see somebody that's not, in a position it should be. You should at least try to come up or try to move forward to catch them, not just stand back and exactly. hold your arms he, down. He, Q, I know you turned it off. He went right in between both of them. And then they like, fall uh, down. Like Charlotte did at, at WrestleMania, but it wasn't even that close. Exactly. And but and they did they, they all fall down like, oh, like, no. I was like, now it's time. Triple H hits a very That's weak very pedigree. And of course, Kane takes it on his knees. Yeah, it's a, oh my God, Kane! Like, uh, how does that knee still work? <laughs> how does his knee, knee still does, work? It defies the laws of gravity. It do because it yo Kane knee need to be an intensive guy. He needs to be like on a prosthetic knee because I don't know how that knee survived over like on, John Cena 20, elbows. Yeah, like on twenty plus years. John Cena elbows and shoulders is, is still plated. You can't convince me no otherwise. Same thing <laughs> with Kane's knee. So. Uh, Hell yeah. Sean has to take a super kick on his knee if he had to. If he if he could, if he could sell it that way, he would. So Sean has a super kick and Troy's just a pedigree. One, two, three, DX wins. And they're all hugged up and everything. Sean's wiping the blood away from his nose. And if you read Sean's lips while they're in the corner with him and Triple H are celebrating, they're just sitting in the corner, Sean says, We too old for this. Yeah, man. He's and so stroking. Out of all the people in that match, Sean was the only one that could still do it. And he had to carry that match by himself for a minute because Triple H got injured early. Yeah, yeah, even though they were kind of thinking on the fly a little bit with Triple H injury. Fly? Uh, bro, they was thinking <laughs> on this fly this whole match. Well, I'm pretty sure they had like a couple swaps they wanted to do, but after Triple H, it was like, dang, we can't even do that no more. It's close to what they probably wanted to do, but it just all looked bad. Was it a nostalgia trip? Yes. But it all... First of all, this match went 30 fucking minutes. 
Yeah, the Undertaker and Triple H match went for like what an hour? No, no, slow down, bro. It only went for thirty minutes in a super show. Oh, it seemed like, well, it seemed like an hour, just that long. And I'm just like, why the fuck is it going this long? There is no reason why this match should be going this long at all. And the, I think no. No, no, you go ahead, Prime Time. I was gonna say I think the only thing they should have did in this match. So Triple H get beat up the whole time. Shamrock was come in, hit a hot tag, and that's it. Yes, preserve, but Sean had to take over though the whole matchup. Q, since you didn't see this matchup, the best way I could describe this matchup was just, you know, somebody called a group of these people old, and they were going out there just to, to prove that we still got it, and they got nothing left. And that's a shame to say that even about Triple H because he's the only one out of all of them who's in very good shape. Yeah, but... I the, think that, that injury probably messed him up. That's probably... Yeah, the injury the messed up. I mean, if I had to pick who's in better shape between DX and the, and the Brothers of Destruction, it's DX. Oh, of course. Of but, course. It, but even still, I'm just like, there is y'all too old. Y'all are too old to be doing these kind of matches. It's not good anymore. Because, see, now it's just becoming a nostalgia act, but the match is a shit show. It is not good. There is just no excuse. I'm still mad at Undertaker and Kane for not catching Shawn Michaels. Now, the rumor is that this is not Shawn Michaels' only matchup because I'm like, if you came out of retirement for this shit, it's only benefiting you because of the money, but it ain't benefiting the fans. I'm gonna tell you what Shawn Michaels. His um, I'm. This is what he said out of his mouth. This is like years ago. He said, "Why come out of retirement just for one match? I would have to do a string of matches because of, I guess the way he trains or the way he try to get in shape. Uh-huh. He can't do it for just. He can't do it for just one night. So he had to keep doing it. Yeah. So, so oh, that is true. God, let it die, man. Yeah, I, uh, because Q, I agree. Uh, I agree, Q. Oh, Michaels, I'm. I'm upset. I'm upset for a different reason. Y'all are probably. Okay, so why are you upset, Prime? For, for one, I'm upset that he came out of retirement in the first place because I like that he honored it. And two, the, he came out of retirement to fight Undertaker and Kane when years ago he could have fought AJ Styles. He could have came out of retirement to fight AJ Styles. He could have fought anybody uh, else. A number of people. Yes, a number of people. And, and young people like that. Like, I'd rather him fight somebody young like Gargano, Ciampa, Styles, Shinsuke. Brian. He got a number, a number of people that he could have fought, but... He comes out to fight fifty year old, fifty something year old Undertaker and forty something year old Kane. No, Kane fifty. Uh, oh, okay. Well, fifty year old Kane too. Dude, yo, like they was calling this uh, matchup two hundred five live because if you add up all the ages, it comes up to two hundred five. <laughs> they were calling. They, they that's, said that's did, about they, right. they, they said, did, did y'all see the two hundred five live main event? Because if you add up all the ages, it comes out to being two hundred and five years of age. Now I'm mad because I actually now I, 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 oh my gosh do you think we ever get any kind of match like that or you think he just continues his feud with the Undertaker what I think happens is because the rumor was him versus Undertaker at Survivor Series I don't yeah, need I, that yeah, I don't still see that happening you know what's crazy I feel like such a hypocrite because I was excited as hell when uh, Goldberg was around yeah And, and, and he's old as hell too, but uh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't slandering him. But but this this was just no, it's terrible. You know what? Here's the thing about Goldberg. When Goldberg came back, I was like, all right, 
Goldberg is back for a run. Okay, and, and Goldberg is going to be back for a short run and to bring some, you know, star power to, to you know, everything. That's what Goldberg was back for. There, beat Lesnar, win the championship, go on to WrestleMania, have his match. He's done. Goldberg ain't come back since 2017. He's done. The Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. Fame. Exactly. So, Undertaker, on the other hand, is each year, he keeps coming back less and less and less. Well, this year he wrestled more times in the last. This year, Undertaker has wrestled more times than he that he has if you combine the past four years. Well, okay. Uh, what's that year he had with the he had that rivalry with the Whites? Two thousand. Oh Lord, that was. <laughs> I hated that. Oh, I hated that. That was the twenty-five years of Survivor Series. So that was oh. two thousand sixteen. No, was that twenty-five years of Survivor Series or Undertaker? One of the two, right? Twenty five years. Oh yeah, twenty five years of Undertaker. My bad. Okay. Yeah. So okay. that was two thousand fifteen. And then he was wrestling on SmackDown one time. I remember against the Shield. Okay, that was two thousand thirteen. Okay. 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 Yeah. No. But, and, and that's when they, they, they triple power bombed him, and then he was like, oh, "Okay, I need some surgery." Because <laughs> because that's what happened. So yeah. Uh, fuck that. Okay. And it was just like. Old guys going out there wrestling and doing all types of bloopers. That's what it was. Like you could have put like all the kind of like music around it and it would have fit it. With with the mask falling off, with Triple H and Archimania. Yeah, exact oh my god. And Triple H and Undertaker running both into the barricade and Undertaker only one that's hurt. Uh uh Undertaker chokes him and Triple H with the monitor still on the table. Shawn Michaels not getting caught with the uh with the mood salt. It was just like, you know, one of them slapstick comedies you see old folks do. And at the end they're like, you know, say, Whoo Like it, it it was terrible. It was not good. But I do think wow. Sean comes back and he does something at Survivor Series or like he may be part of Team Angle, who knows? Or he may do something at the, like Royal Rumble and then WrestleMania and then finally call the quits. Like, please. In kayfabe, uh, Undertaker is zero two in this little situation. Well, he he didn't get pinned at Crown Jewel. Yeah, but yeah, true. So I I thought if they was gonna wanna wanna further the match, they have Sean pin Taker, and that's how that kind of start if they wanted to do it. Or let's say he want to do Taker and Sean at WrestleMania and have Sean get his win back. How about they don't do either of it and just let <laughs> it die? Q, I'm with you, bro. I'm so with you. I really am. That I'm, money too loud, though, man. I already know. That, but but here's the thing, Sean. Okay, I can understand Sean. He he must have got like a three million dollar on today paycheck from Saudi Arabia like he he cashing that right now so but WWE is not offering him that much money to come back and wrestle but but the thing is we, we're going to say hey we want him against Daniel Bryan AJ Styles Jack Gargano, you know the, the Seth Rollins these young and upper coming guys and he can have great matches with them but number one I can't get past this bald head man this bald head is like bothering me and I'm just like please don't put that in 2K20 I, I don't want to see bald head Shawn Michaels they ain't even update Goldberg yet, so I'm hoping they do the same. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, they definitely did. So uh, and I'm like, okay, 
make people want to see going against these younger guys, but Vince gonna want to go where the money's at. He knows there's no money in Sean versus Gorgano. The only money, or in Sean versus Brian, maybe the only money is gonna probably be Sean and AJ. I mean, his send off was just so amazing. Do we have to? Do they do it again, and did he just leave out of nowhere? Who? Like Sean. Sean probably gonna want to do another. Sean is probably like, yes. like, he, he had the best send off probably ever, other than Rick Flair. But Rick Flair came back, and so did Sean. They all, you know, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, even Stone Cold, they all had the good. They had a good send off. Yes, Stone Cold, I, the only one now that has not come back. Yes, I thought Shawn was gonna do the same, but I agree. But like I said, Shawn know he Shawn know he can still do it. Shawn want to scratch that itch. That's what it is. Shawn like, look, I'm bored at home. And, yeah, on his farm. Exactly. And I know I can still do it. Stone Cold can't do it no more. He knows that. Well, I mean, I think that was why Shawn Michaels retired, but he wasn't done. That's probably what that was. Because they didn't, he didn't like, he didn't like, um, say I want to retire. It's kind of like, well, you're going to put your Undertaker match in. How about you want to retire? It was like, sure, I'll retire. It's not like a, I want to retire type of thing. Yeah, but so I can see Shawn Michaels coming out on Raw this this Monday and saying, you know what? I got my win, and then Undertaker comes out, well, you ain't pinned me, you pin my brother. So if you want a match, just me and you, let's do it together at Survivor Series, grumble, grumble, grumble. Okay, that's basically what's going to be. Shawn Michaels should say no, and then say, put your career on the line. You know, Shawn Michaels should be like, you should put your career on the line back like 10 years ago, but... <laughs> But, but, but we're not going to do that, so... But that's the rumor, so I will, won't be surprised if it is another Shawn Michaels Undertaker match. Will it be as long and as good as the other ones? Absolutely not. And Undertaker better not ever... I want both of y'all to listen to me. He better not... Wait, wait, wait. Was that... Was that this one or was that... uh so where he tried to... He attempted to go for the other I was, guy. I was just about to talk about that, Prime. That, that, that was Super Showdown. He better okay. near not never... He better near, not net, near, never, ever go for that dive over the ropes ever again in his career, or he <laughs> literally will die. Oh my God! I thought he was gonna actually do it. I don't know, silly me. I thought he was gonna actually attempt to do it. Like, you know why? What? The best way I can describe Undertaker trying that attempt now is Undertaker doing the dive over the top ropes. He's probably gonna get as much air as Sasha do, and his foot gonna catch something. His foot gonna get caught. He's too tall. Exactly. Like, like he's not gonna get enough air. He gonna jump over. That foot gonna get caught in the top row. It's gonna smack his face right to the apron. He or he's gonna do like Sasha and fall over, get caught like like Brie Bella, and just like fall to the outside. They are gonna have to like makeshift like kind of like f- fuck it up. Cause I'm telling you, he can't clear that rope no more. I'm surprised he did it back in the day, especially when them. I seen one. He had a casket match, and he drove. He drove over the casket. Yeah, on the Mark Henry. That was impressive. Yeah, yeah. But that was also 2006. <laughs> so yeah, I'm to say, that was 12 years ago. That's back when Undertaker was like 40. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. It, or, or, or like 39. I, 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 I don't know what the number really was. But he was like, all right, I got this. Nowadays, my man's hair is turning gray on the edges. Like, bruh. I know you use just for men. I know you're blackening that up. Especially, what, what was that one? Royal Rumble had that jet black. 
Yes, I was like, bro, come on, bro. Like, like that. That is um, what they call call that shit that black folks use. Uh, what? Just uh, I don't even know. Beijing. Beijing. Ah, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> Them urban use with that Beijing and stuff. Like, oh, these. Come on, <laughs> come on, take her. So look, that was Crown Jewel. Can I get your guys' final grade on it? Evolution was better by oh, by a mile and a half. You can't even you can't compare this to Evolution. Now. Come on now, that's just unfair. I just did, bro. Oh, a mile and a half. Do you hear me? That like you can't even see that shit in the distance. That's how gr- better it was than this. Um, as far as uh, grading, this gets a, a solid F. <laughs> Prime time. Uh. I wouldn't give it an F. I'd give it like a D because I'm not going to lie. I was excited to see what Sean Marcus brought to the table. But that probably was the only excitement I had for this show. Listen, I've, I've, I've seen bad pay-per-views in my years. Even even coming back, coming back, linking up with Mr. A&E, I've seen bad pay-per-views. I've never turned off a pay-per-view before until that okay. yesterday. That's true. Yesterday That's afternoon. True. I've you know, never No, it gets an F. You know what, Primetime... It would have got a C from me if I didn't see the last three matches. It would have got a D from me <laughs> if Dolph and Shane never happened. But since it did, it's getting an F. Okay. <laughs> okay. Since it did, if the last three matches did not happen, it's a C show. If if the Dolph single Shane Man match thing did not happen, it's a D show. But since it happened, fuck it. It gets an F. F. Uh, uh, the word today is brought to you by the letter F for fuck it. That's what it is. <laughs> so, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. Y'all gonna have to crucify me. I do apologize. I don't feel like doing a raw SmackDown review. I didn't see uh, catch them on NXT or Two or Five Live this week. My wife is pregnant. Let us just be out. Look, my wife is pregnant right now. She, <laughs> she she's a handful. Okay, so I just ain't getting around to the stuff. So you know, what? I did this podcast for you guys to talk about Crown Jewel. I wasn't even gonna talk about it. But I promise you that the Raw and SmackDown reviews will be back up as individual things this week. Hopefully, uh, QFlow will be able to join me for all those. Yes, sir. Because trying to do it, working on a podcast is just, just not working for me. And it's not working to my schedule. But you know what? This is all I'm talking about on this podcast here because it is late what we're talking about. And I ain't trying to give WWE. WWE is on punishment for me right now. <laughs> on this podcast, this is all I'm talking about. So you know what? You guys can uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook. We got all the uh, social media platforms out there. If you guys want to talk about Crown Jewel and how you guys uh, thought about it. Uh, Today, when you're probably hearing this, is Sunday. So please make sure you guys support the poll and see for week two which universe mode you guys are feeling this week between Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, or Velocity. Make sure you post your votes down uh, in the community tab when I put the poll up tomorrow. Uh, make sure you guys check out Spaces Philly, the production company we're a part of. Check out the Market Dark Show and both sides. Of course, according uh, our shows that's on there as well, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, uh, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, and the debuting Man Talk, which is going to be coming up really soon before the holiday season. So make sure you 
gonna get all that content. We're on all the podcasts, apps, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and Speaker. And you guys can try, check us out on YouTube Red as well. Make sure you guys uh, try your free trial out of YouTube Red for about nine ninety nine a month. But it's a free seven day trial if you guys are interested in YouTube Red. No, YouTube is not paying me to say that. Trust me. So, <clears throat> but make sure I get out there anyway. So, guys, that's the end of it. So, once again, this is NC a place to be. Chill, Troy, Mr. Andy. Uh, the man, the myth, the reality, Q-Flow, Flow, the rookie. All right, take it easy, everybody. And from our very special guest, who went from a series regular to, you know what I'm saying, sporadic appearances, not Deion Sanders, but primetime. All right, everybody. Yeah. As he, you know, as he goes back out into the world, uh, so once again, like I said, uh, the Nerd Coalition's out. Q Flow, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C.